0: All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the Double Butter Boys Movie Review Podcast. This is the second episode. Maybe it's the first episode. I don't know exactly how pilots work. Last episode was the pilot, so I don't know if we're going to call this episode one. If it's a second episode, I'm in TV, so I should probably know these kind of things. I've watched a lot of TV, but I don't know exactly how pilots work. Nonetheless, thank you for joining us. We're here to re- review another Popular movie, one that I had never seen before. Noah, why don't you tell the people at home, the people in their cars listening to this, uh, hiding from their bosses at work, the people who are on a mountaintop somehow with good uh, cell phone service listening to this. Why don't you tell them what movie we're going to be reviewing to you today?
1: I just like the idea that somebody's on top of a mountain just
0: scrolling podcasts.
1: Yeah. That's a, that's a good concept. They're like you know, what? <laughs>
0: they're, they're like you know what I'm lost out here. I might as well listen to these guys break down this movie from like 20 years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, these guys, uh, these guys know what they're talking about. It just feels right. Uh, today we're gonna be looking at um, Jesus, well, uh, pretty much a classic <laughs> at this point. It's it's it, this is something I saw when I was younger. I think, um, and it was already it had already been out for years when I saw it. We're gonna watch the. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, parentheses 2004.
0: This is if I, this is Zack Snyder's first movie as a director, correct? Right,
1: right. So, as you start watching this film, uh, if you don't know anything about it, and you might not, I'm not sure, maybe a connoisseur of zombie movies, It, it may have been lost to you at this point. Uh, however, um, the opening credits roll up you see directed by Zack Snyder for those who don't know DC uh big DC name uh <laughs> I see you shaking your head <laughs> yeah are we really <laughs> some gonna- love him some hate him but, you know you can't deny that he has he's had the reins of DC
0: movies for a while now he's a big name in hollywood now Oh. A man solely responsible for <laughs> ruining DC. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not solely responsible, but his movies from DC kind of stink. But,
1: but moving, moving on. I think either the very next credit or the credit afterwards, you see James Gunn. Now you told me you didn't really know too much about James Gunn, but I mean, you've seen, you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, haven't you?
0: Yes, I saw both of them. I'm not the biggest fan. You know, I'm a Marvel guy, but I thought the first Guardians of the Galaxy was fun. The second one damn near put me to sleep. I thought it was incredibly <laughs> boring. I know there's a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy fanboys and girls.
1: Well, here's the, out thing. Here's there, the thing. I think right? everybody and
0: They're going to come for me, but I just I wasn't the biggest fan of that movie.
1: I think that everybody would agree that the second Guardians of the Galaxy did not hold. Um a candle to the first one the first one clearly it, it, I, I enjoyed the first one and I'm not a superhero movie guy I really did enjoy it and I think it was clear that he put a good touch on it he, I think he directed it but he also wrote it he wrote the whole movie so I mean it's clear oh, yeah. that he had yeah it's clear that he had an investment in it and he liked the source material I think he did a good job with it um, <laughs> second movie aside whatever the first movie is great so it's you would know James Gunn one way or another if you're not a superhero fan uh, superhero movie fan, you might have seen Slither. That's a classic horror movie, kind of a gross, gross fest. Maybe, uh, maybe an ode to Cronenberg. You um, know, it that, kind of
0: freaked me out when I was what's younger. That, what's that one about? What's Slither about? It's,
1: it, I think it's a, uh, it's it's hard to explain. I think it's uh, an alien sort of parasite um, slash slasher film, you know, you know, the classic alien comes to earth and it just starts making its way through your, your classic horror movie tropes. And then it ends up, uh, all the the people in town infected by it, uh, form into this big fleshy mass. (laughs) Uh, I think it's kind of funny. (laughs) Um, I, I can't speak to whether or not it's a great movie. It's been a little while since I've seen it, but I just, I remember it being, uh, something else you know I, I didn't really expect it uh he also uh, he also did suicide squad i think the newer one mm. Not, yeah mm. yeah that's got that's also got mixed reviews so uh but i i think most famously mr gunn is known for uh scooby doo the live action scooby doo movies which also have a uh <laughs> Which also have a very love-hate relationship <laughs> from fans. <France. laughs> so so I, I assume that – I don't know. I can't, I can't make any assumptions on it because I, it's it's always 50-50. It's always somebody says, oh, God, I hated that. Or it's somebody – somebody tells me, oh, I love that Scooby-Doo movie. It's, it's so weird and it's so different and it was actually I, – I remember somebody brought it up the other day and I just couldn't help but think that it definitely was not super appropriate for children.
0: I think it was definitely uh, aimed a little more towards young adults at the time. They, I just I remember they had a lot of wink wink jokes in it. You know, like there's <laughs> the one where the van the van has like all this smoke coming out of it, and you're yeah. like, oh, they're hot hotboxing the van, and weren't they cooking like eggplant or something? <laughs> Like, just completely like, you know, like, ah, you thought they were going to have marijuana. And yes, that's what I call it because I'm a big square, everyone. Marijuana. (laughs) But they had eight plants. Marijuana, yeah. But before we jump into the teeth of the movie, let's catch up a little bit. Because you and I... We uh, famously are not friends whatsoever outside of the show here. We don't get along. So uh, let's go ahead and just catch up here on our lives and pretend like we like each other just <laughs> for the cameras, even though we're actually not recording video. So uh, um, I'll, I'll, I'll start first. We both are really bad at no shave November. I'm going to say that.
1: What do you mean? You I mean, shaved. I trimmed up. I you, trimmed
0: up. It, you're not supposed full, to shave. And I
1: different totally different I, I i i ironed out the creases here buddy i put a little line in so i don't look like i have a massive double chin or i you know the vines the crawling vines that grow up the side of the building i don't look like a, a homeless person I, uh, I still look rugged i still got the beard i didn't even touch anything else meanwhile you're mr i can see the reflections on your cheeks over there you're so shiny and clean
0: I told you my mistake before we went on the air here. I went to trim, and I forgot to have the guard on my razor, and I actually shaved off my entire mustache. It went, well, there's no going back now. (laughs) Like Jerry Seinfeld when he shaves his chest in that one episode, and he just can't stop doing it. You know, I I just couldn't stop. There was no going back from there. So now I am clean-shaven in November, and I am just a complete abject failure, and you're a little bit less of a failure, but still a failure nonetheless. I got, tongue, I, got tongue, I, I got him tongue. I got him tongue. I got him tongue tied. I got him
1: tongue tied over here. No, I'm, uh, I'm going to wait for that popping to stop. Yeah, no, uh, that's, uh, living in, uh, living in 2022, your radiators still pop constantly. Uh, <laughs> reason being it's freezing here. We had our first snow here on the East coast, at least where I am. Um, it snowed earlier this season in this state, but, uh, I don't know. I had a late morning because of it. You ever wake up and you see snow for the first time in, what, nine months? And you just think,
0: all right, I guess today's already over. today uh, has already ended. Yeah, it's a lot different when, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess it's a lot different when you. Like in Maine, a- in Maine, they really appreciate summer there and spring, you know. So when the snow hits, it's like, oh, here we go. Like in Washington, where I'm at, Washington State, like it snows, but it's not like the end of the world when it snows here. Like it already snowed here and already melted away. Like Maine, it's kind of like, you know, once it snows, it's like, all right, here's your prison sentence for the next four well, months. Well, yeah, exactly, like- <laughs> exactly.
1: When I see that, I think winter is here to stay. I have asked winter right. to leave and they are not leaving. Uh, winter is in the yard. And um, I, they, they are not leaving. I've called the police and they said that they can't do anything about
0: it. Um, he's just there now. It, insert, it's, it's not going yeah. away. Insert all your winter is coming memes or whatever that is. The one with the guy and the, the, and the sword <laughs> and the fur jacket. I'm really plugged into things. Uh, obviously, I have no idea what I'm talking about right now. But uh, something that we might know what we're talking about, at least a little bit. Let's talk about the movie. Dawn let's of the about, Dead. Hold on,
1: before we jump what? in, let's talk about zombie movies in general. Okay. Are you, okay. Are, are you a zombie movie fan? I
0: am not. It's funny because uh, I remember you—you you said you were—you were, you were gonna—you—you you mentioned zombie movies before, and I thought about this. It's like I don't know what my favorite zombie movie is. You know, I really like right. Resident Evil, the video games. I'm a big fan of those, but like the Resident Evil movies, they stink. They stink. <laughs> All right. It's, they it's are awful. It's the curse awful. of
1: video game movies. They're video awful. Video game movies always um, just they either end up in the wrong hands or I think studios don't quite understand that there's a bigger scope to video games. And they, and they, they say, well, just jam it into two hours, whatever. Just no. cut that. It's not important when it's actually – there's a lot of integral parts. I, I'm not quite sure. I'm not involved in the process. But it just seems like – think of any video game movie that's come out. <laughs> just doesn't. It just almost what's, never what's, really.
0: What's the worst video game movie of all time? I already have Asa- mine. Uh, I
1: think Assassin's Creed. One of oh, one it- of mine is Assassin's Creed. I went and saw that in theaters because I was I was a pretty big fan and I thought Michael Fassbender's a good actor. Went to see it and and
0: it was just it was nothing like the games. They threw so much out the window. I'll give you one, and this might be a little bit before your time. It is Super Mario Brothers with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, and it has no competition. It's kind of like it's the undisputed – like if this, was, if this was sports, it's the undisputed goat of bad video it's, game it's, movies. It is
1: the OG of Bastion High's video games. I
0: remember. I remember one time I had a – I think it, it was a magazine. It might have been – I don't want to say if it was Maxim or not. I can't remember. I was reading that article, an interview with Bob Hoskins, right? Not long before he died and they were like, do you have any regrets in your life? And he went on this big tangent about how much he regretted making Super Mario and he just kept cussing about what a load of crap that movie was. And then I saw another interview with John Leguizamo where he said he and Bob were so depressed making that movie (laughs) that they would get drunk every day before they'd shoot. Like, they just get loaded. They would do shots of whiskey. Like, <laughs> this is maybe the most popular video game franchise of all time.
1: Yeah, n- Nintendo is very good at hedging its bets uh, business-wise. That's a, that's a topic for another day. So it, when you think zombie movies, what's the first movie that
0: comes to mind then? I guess Dawn of the Dead 2004. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know how many I've seen. It's weird because I'm not. I mean, have you seen it? It's not like I think zombies are kind of cool, and I really like the discussion of what would you do if you were in the zombie pot. I've been in that, I've been a part of that discussion on MySpace more times than I can count, my friend, (laughs) because that's where the cool kids (laughs) hang out is on MySpace in 2022. But I don't Uh, really know how many zombie movies I've seen besides – there's Dawn of the Dead 2004. I've seen at least the first Resident Evil. So you've seen
1: Zombieland, right? Yeah, I've
0: seen Zombieland and I've seen Shaun of the Dead.
1: Zombieland is like the modern zombie movie where in order to survive in today's uh, uh, film climate, I guess is the phrase I'm looking for, you need to have something that's a little more – it connects to modern audiences zombies are have become a trope and it's they're old now old news. So when you see zombie land, it, it's kind of, it satirizes the, the genre and you know, he's making all these rules and then you meet these trophy characters and then there's a lot of comedy in it and they use the zombies and that genre as a vessel to tell the story of, you know, Jesse Eisenberg. Um, what, like, gaining confidence or whatever. That So zombie movies have to become, like, the zombies have to become a vessel for something. And they always kind of have been, if you think about it. I mean, maybe the very original zombie movies were all about it's just the pure horror. Oh, uh, what would happen if somebody you know just came back to life and they wanted to kill you? It's uh, But now you see zombie movies and it's all a vessel for, like, this movie specifically... It's not that heavy-handed, but it absolutely and um, if you've seen it and you should watch it because it's good. Dawn of the Dead, it's definitely kind of a uh, analogy for consumerism of the sort. It definitely
0: is. I mean, they're in a mall. Yeah, you know. I saw. So I didn't do as much research on this movie. Let's be transparent here, as you did. You know, I watched the movie and I looked at some trivia, but it wasn't like our first episode where the Terminator, where I sat there for like hours and hours and hours. I did see someone bring up that they thought it was about consumerism. And I think – I can't remember if it was Snyder himself, and this is just something I read on an internet message board trivia fact thing. So don't take this – you know, is biblical. Yeah. I think either Snyder or someone else replied that no, it's not. It's about zombies or something like that. Like, <laughs> I, think, I don't know if he was joking or what, but it kind of made me laugh that well, someone that was seems, like, "It's about consumerism." And he's like, "Oh, it's actually about zombies." That definitely seems like an uh,
1: an answer directly from Snyder or Gunn. They 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 seem to uh, kind of throw those questions back at people. You know, if they somebody asks a dumb or obvious question, and it's like, "Well, yeah, of course it is." Yeah, um, I I was a fan of this movie. Let's get into it. Um, All right. I didn't even tell you what my favorite zombie movie was because what I, was is so, it? I was so distracted. Uh, it's kind of tough. I I have a couple favorite ones. I I mean I I do like the comedy and the style of Shaun of the Dead, but mm. uh, I feel like that's an easy answer because it's it's such a good movie. What year did that weird. come out? What year did that come uh, out? Forever ago. I I want to just. Just you know, rub my temples and say like 2009 or 2012. I'm I gonna feel do it. like it was a it was a while ago. I could just Google it, but that would be disingenuous. So
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go to our our patented uh, search engine technology that we invented. It's the same yes. year as Dawn of the Dead.
1: Really? Oh, you know what? Okay, I'm I'm so dumb. I'm an absolute idiot. Where's the? Can we get a certified jackass sound going off right here?
0: I uh, was doing
1: some reading. Yeah, similar studios did these movies. If I recall correctly, I'm not going to make any assumptions. They pushed the release of Shaun of the Dead by two weeks because this movie came out. It was they, that they close. Way- yeah, they, they 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 were saying it's way too similar. You maybe, could maybe like, it was two months. Yeah. I think it was two weeks, and they said we it's it's we can't launch them at the same time because it's just going to split the audience so it it really yeah, will no.
0: because and that's funny because normally I don't buy into that thing of like, oh, people will get confused, but like people will definitely get confused going to buy a ticket, right yeah, like oh, let's go see these
1: zombie movies, Shaun of the Dead, cool, yeah, Dawn of the Dead, yeah, no, you're absolutely going in, and you see Simon Pegg in this full blown comedy. It is. All right, so, yeah, I like Shaun of the Dead. I'm also crazy. shout out to South Korean zombie movies. Oh. I know you probably haven't seen any. Anybody who has, you know what's up. There, there's, there's something about them. There's a certain terror to the zombies. And, and as I said before, the, the story is the story. The vessel just happens to be zombies. There's a Korean drama. I, I am forgetting the name of it, but it's, it's like feudal Korea. Way, way back. And, you know, it's about like succession of the thrones and stuff and, you know, royal drama and, and stuff. There just happens to be a zombie uh, infection spreading through the entire kingdom. So it's it's super cool. It's a Korean drama, but the vessel is the zombies. So zombies are, are a great vessel. I think they've definitely been overdone here and there, but, you know, you can still do it right. I think uh, Train to Busan and uh the Whaling two great, zombie movies that um I don't know, they just they tell great stories and they look good. They're terrifying because it's just they do the zombie part very well. And um you never really know the answer. And the same thing with this movie, uh Dawn of the Dead. Let's start talking about Dawn of the Dead. Let's let's get into it. We don't really know if it's a virus. I mean they kind of allude to it. But you never know. And I think that that mystery You're thrown into it with the characters as well. So the movie starts and um, (laughs) I like the beginning of this movie. I think the beginning and endings of movies are very important. I really like the beginning of this one. although It did confuse me because maybe it was a different time, but you have that uh, studio logo that comes up. That's like strike, studio, strike. And then it like blurs out into the first frame of the movie. So I I wasn't sure if we were still in that, like, cool studio logo or if we were already in the movie or not. But then, boom, you're right in the movie. And it's uh, the doctors, uh, that floor at the hospital, right? You're just
0: into it. Yeah, I kind of mentioned this before we went on the air. It's like – because I'd never seen this movie before. You are a fan of this movie. I'd never watched it before last night. Full disclosure, I waited to the absolute last second to study before the test, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whereas Noah is a good student and had study groups leading all the way up to it. So he's probably going to get an A and I'm going to get a C minus and barely get through this. Um, but no, so the movie starts and we're in the hospital and I'm like, wait a minute, did I miss a part? Did I miss like, it's such like a. I don't, it feels like. It feels like when like you're watching a football game and it's a blowout and they go to another game and they're like, We joined this game already in progress and you're in the middle of a play. Like it felt like I was already like I had started like I I walked in five minutes after it started because I wanted to go get popcorn or something. I was a little confused. Like maybe I'm dumb. I don't know. I was a little confused. It's like, wait a minute, what, what, what's going on? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I just, I like, I like that it
1: throws you into it kind of fast paced. Like, I mean, you know what you're getting into. You're getting into a zombie movie. You're going in. You're sitting your butt in the seat, thinking, I'm gonna watch a zombie movie right now. And it starts normal, and you have to. So there's that tension that's already there. So they don't waste any time. I mean, this opening sequence is like uh, less than ten minutes. I think. I, I I mean, I do think it's funny. I should mention that she's a nurse at a hospital, um, and. The first interaction with her is this doctor just being a
0: total dick. To of her course, of course, a nurse, just for of no course. reason. <laughs> all our, all our, all our nurse friends out there, tell us: is this uh, accurate? Is this true? Yeah,
1: he just it starts, and she's like, oh, "Well, can I go home?" And he's and he's just like, "Nah, you gotta, you should work extra." It's okay. All right, all right we'll just establish that doctors are total dicks in this movie. Okay, geez, um, <laughs> it starts off pretty breakneck, and then she she goes home and it shows her the, the you see the kid as she's driving home, establishing in you know right, whatever. Right. And then that kid is the zombie that breaks into her house the next day. I just think it's interesting because uh they do a good job of kind of hidden tropes, you know, uh as always. I, I think uh you have to kind of obscure people a little bit. I think Shauna the Dead makes fun of it because he's just he's he's oblivious to the fact there's a big zombie infection Just because he's, I don't know, depressed or in a rut. He just is completely oblivious to everything that's happening around him. Whereas, you know, how else are you going to miss all these huge warning signs? So in this movie, she's missing it because she's just too tired. And um, when there's an emergency broadcast, it's in the middle of a sex scene.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're like, they're getting busy in the shower. Is that the only emergency broadcast they did, though? They're like, yeah, they probably got the message. Like this is yeah, two, and he- this is 2004 before everything was getting, you know, directly straight tweeted to you by AP right. News constantly. It's like there's one emergency broadcast system when they're like and it's not like everybody in the news died because there's like news reports oh, it after the, it
1: keeps going on for a so while. So it's not like everybody
0: died. Way. Like I don't know why they were just like, yeah, all right, moving on. Let's talk about, you know, what the governor said about this, you know, policy they're enacting now. Right. Now that we're done with the zombie I- coverage,
1: There's just weird stuff happened at the hospital that she acknowledges. And then her her husband has been watching TV all night, it seems. As soon as he got home from work, he just like has just been chilling out on the bed watching TV. He hasn't seen a single thing. Um, So, and then they just completely ignore it. And then the next day, uh, the girl somehow gets into the house as a zombie, which I think is debated. You know, how how does she have the function, the functionality as a zombie to get into their house that probably was locked? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's such a nice, calm, white suburban neighborhood that they just leave all the doors unlocked at night, whatever. Uh, but um, when she bites him and he instantly dies and then instantly becomes a zombie, in my head, uh, I was thinking, that's setting a standard. Okay, now, now people become zombies instantly.
0: That's terrifying. Only that's not exactly true. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not explained. It's a little. And, it's and a so little. I, it's a little inconsistent. And I guess you could kind of write it off as you know, different things affect people differently. You know, like when somebody yeah. gets a sickness. You know, like maybe you're floored with the cold. I don't want to jump to the obvious one that we're all thinking about. Maybe you're floored with the cold. Maybe I'm not that. Banged up from the cold, you know what I mean? Like right. maybe? maybe, maybe. But yeah, the guy think- like immediately changed, and I was like, "Whoa, this guy's immediately zombie." And also. I have to say when the girl bites him I laughed out loud at how she just ah! like cuz he's <laughs> like oh how what's wrong ah! like just right in his face and just bites his well, neck
1: I, I'm going to I'm going to chalk it up to just the beginning of the movie being fast paced it's like hey let's get us into the action now here's here's what the fuck is happening you think you think things are being a little wacky oh just kidding it's all wacky everybody's already a zombie shit is going crazy um and she's surprisingly competent. I like a protagonist in a horror movie that is surprisingly competent. And you notice this because she immediately runs into the bathroom, locks it, and then, you know, takes a moment to kind of assess her situation. And then is trying to get out. It's, it's, she's not locking down. She's not panicking. She's in survival mode. And I like that a lot. And uh, as soon as he starts breaking through the door and she gets <laughs> out, she takes the keys. Um, somehow, I think she grabbed the keys before she went in the bathroom. I'm not sure. And she goes right to the car, running, panicking. Shit is blowing up outside. And immediately puts a manual key right into the lock first try. I I was impressed.
0: I don't think I can um, do that. I, 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 I love the I love the guy with the gun. He pulls the gun on it, right? He's like, get back. And she backs up and is like in her car almost. And he goes, I said get back. And he starts advancing <laughs> towards her. Like, what is this guy doing? He's so
1: aggressive. It's it's very clear that she's not whatever he's afraid of. And she's she's being and then I I mean it's it's redeemed by the fact that an ambulance absolutely flattens him. I it just love so that he well screams,
0: done. I said get back when she's like in her car almost and he's he's walking toward her i understand right. it's like panic mode but what like come on
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i like that intro i think the intro is great because it starts going crazy she's 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 just like you Uh, you're trying to adjust to everything that's kind of blowing up and happening all at once and i mean you obviously know it's a zombie movie but even then, it's it's still not clear exactly what's happening. So you kind of get that development super fast, and you know that she's a survivor. She's somebody who is acting under pressure and wants to live. Therefore, she gets away and she's in her car. Whereas most people who don't have an idea or, or that heightened survival sense are just going to you know run into people and tons of zombies. And then it cuts to an awesome uh, opening sequence of news footage and stuff. I think that's great. With that Johnny Cash song, it's fantastic.
0: I thought that part was cool. Yeah. I like the opening sequence. I was, it kind of freaked me out, like how fast the zombies were too, because it's kind of like, that's always the equalizer, right? Is they can't die unless you shoot them in the head in most medium, but like they're slow and they're stupid. These zombies—they right. might not have been really smart, but they didn't seem overly stupid, and they were well, like so, well, faster than normal humans. They—it's like they exactly. were, it's like they were like on the gas or something. Like they were. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's talk about this because
1: this film is not an adaptation, but it's it's written with uh, the original Dawn of Dead from like 1977 or 73 in mind. And it was written with the good faith of George Romero, who was the but basically the pioneer of zombie films. Um, he said he liked the beginning of the movie, but he felt that it didn't really have the substance that a zombie movie should have. And he, he thought that the fact that his zombies were slow, that made them kind of a terrifying presence. They were just kind of always there and they were slowly coming for you, right? And, but the fast zombies... Um, it it I think it just takes away from the individual. I guess a fast zombie is just a zombie. It's just a moving frame, and oh, it's scary zombie. Whereas like a zombie slowly advancing to- towards you that you can't, you have to like figure out how to kill with your bare hands. That's terrifying, and you see how grotesque they are, and that they're decaying and stuff. But when they're just running and they're really fast, you don't really see them as anything just – it takes away I think a fear factor. I don't know if I agree or disagree with that.
0: I think that's a good point because it's kind of like you would die so quick you don't have time to be scared. So the first thing I thought about (laughs) – this is completely stupid. But like think about like, like a shark in the water is really fast, right? Like okay. if you're in the water and a great white he immediately just comes and bites your head off, you don't really have time to be like, "Oh my gosh." Whereas if you're in that scene in Austin Powers where the steamroller coming at you, <laughs> That's exactly what you're I was like, ah! <laughs> you have a you have a lot of time to be terrified. And I know the steamroller right. is obviously a comedy. Aspect, but right. I, I can't think of anything else that's really that slow right now. But it's like right. you, know, I think so. Yeah. Maybe like the, maybe like if you're in in a house and you can't get out, and like the water's slowly coming up, or quicksand, where you're like slowly sinking, or the tar pits. Right, you're going into complete panic mode because it's like it's slowly happening. We cannot right. so stop I think, it. I think
1: in impending doom. Yeah. It's just inherently a little more scary because you have more time to be scared. You have more time to think about what could yes. happen and what, what. um, And also you see the zombie. Imagine seeing. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what the official. I don't know if there is an official definition of a zombie, but basically it's an undead. You know, it's it's somebody that's died. And uh, they're they've come back to life. And not only have they come back to life, they're just not the same. They're trying to kill you. So I mean, if you saw like your, your loved ones sprinting at you and you had to like throw them down, whatever. But if you saw, you know, somebody like your own mother, uh, come back to life, clearly back to life, and then he's trying to kill you by slowly shambling towards you and just grunting and growling, that's far more terrifying than just seeing. I think I think it kind of it it puts things into a different perspective. So I think I agree with him. However. The fact that uh, – I think in the overall, the fact that zombies are so fast that if you find yourself in an area where you, you're – it's an open area, you, you, you're going to lose that unless you're a marathon sprinter. you know?
0: Right. I think
1: – That's terrifying to me.
0: I think it's fair to say that the zombies in 2004 are harder to defeat. They might not be scarier though. Right. Like it it might be scarier if you like get away several times and then sit, I don't know, hypothetically in a mall and overthink it for a while. And then, you know, you're like, oh, man, how are we going to kill all these zombies? They're really fast, you know, like that's scary. But like I think if it's just, you know, one versus one scenario of you dying to each one, you know, you have much more time to be scared of the slow one. So I agree. I looked up the official Oxford definition of what a zombie is. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Why not? There's two. I'll read you the first one. A corpse said to be revived by witchcraft, especially in certain African and Caribbean religions. You want to hear the second definition? Sure. A tall mixed drink consisting of several kinds of rum, liquor, and fruit juice. I
1: knew knew this was coming. Part of me Uh, knew that. That's exactly what you were going to say. Uh yeah, uh sounds so, yeah, it sounds, sounds inherently like a virus. It's supernatural. There's there's another freaky aspect
0: to it. Anyways. anyways. I think I think oh. we think virus because we're so used to Resident Evil. Exactly. Because well, Resident mean, Evil really it, hammed up the virus part, right? Virus is the
1: scientific way, right? Supernatural yeah. is it's kind of eh, I can I can be on board with it, but Something that's scientific, very uh, has roots in in you know your everyday reality. That's kind of scary. That's more believable, unfortunately. So when you see virus, you think, okay, yeah, people get viruses and it makes them sick or act weird.
0: Well, you know what they said. You know what get possessed. You know what they said on the Disney animated series Gargoyles: science is just the magic of humans. So. (laughs) that's that's a true that's a true part of the show by the way you can look that up the guy comes from avalon and they're like and the, the weird sisters warn him that humans have this magic they call science and he goes to like attack the gargoyles uh Home, I think, and there's a force field over it that Xanatos put up, and he goes, "Impressive what these humans can do with their science." <laughs> I always liked that part. I don't know why. I just thought it was because I never hear anybody else call science magic. You know, I think it's interesting. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. so some science is uh, is is pretty magical. I guess that's fair. I, I think this uh, some magic is really rooted in science. Um, so making that distinction between I I don't think again that distinction is even made in this movie. I mean it's 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 definitely it definitely seems like a virus, but I think when asked about it, James Gunn said, "Oh no, it's not a virus. It's supernatural." You know, yeah. just like the original movie, it's not. It, it's it, they don't turn until they die. And once they die, then all of a sudden they're like they come back. It's, I don't know. And then you know the bodies are rotting, and there's different stages of decay. So it's almost as if the, the the bodies they have, you know, they're not trying to feed off of anything. They're not. There's no point in them trying to survive. Uh, you could argue that that's just a, you know, it's just it's just the virus. It's just controlling them, and they have no need to actually survive. But you you can look at it as uh, it's they're just possessed, maybe. So there's just some sort of supernatural possession that makes them do this. I, don't know, I think we could talk for.
0: Yeah, it's funny because I really didn't get hung up on that part. I was just like, "Oh, there's zombies." No, not at all. <laughs> I like, guess I'm so you don't. I guess I so universally accept the, the theory, uh theory, but the idea of zombies. That I was like, "Okay, there's zombies. Now what are we going to do to fight these things?" Yes, no yeah. Well- <laughs> yeah, like well, let's lock and load, baby. You know, like so so what? so as the movie goes, I like that intro. I really
1: do, and I love that Johnny Cash song playing over the All the fast cuts of, of some of it's actual stock news footage. There's a there's a shot of a truck driving into a crowd of people, and that's just stock news footage that they bought. <laughs> it's just real. That's crazy. Um, so it, they did a really good job putting that together, and it goes back in, and and you know she makes her way to the mall and meets these characters, and I think she meets good characters. The people that all end up in the mall. Are all good characters. They definitely are kind of uh, caricatures of certain characters, uh, like the the hardened grizzled cop. Oh yeah, who cocks his shotgun like thirty times? You know. Yeah,
0: Ving Rhames, Marcellus Wallace. Yeah. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? Well, right now he's dressed as a cop in the zombie movie. <laughs> I, I, I was excited to see him because tr- tr- full transparency, I didn't even know who was in this movie when I turned it on. Which I guess is right. kind of the best way to watch a movie. It's so hard to do in two thousand twenty two. But I'd never watched the movie or anything like that, and or even like looked at previews or anything. So I was like, "Oh, cool!" You know, when he showed up, I was like, "I was like, yeah, I like this guy." You know what I mean? He's a badass. And <laughs> it's then they, not a. It's not a star-studded movie. It's I mean, it's, it's not. It's, and I heard Ving Rhames wanted to be in it when he heard about exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. He was like, "I want to be in this movie." So it pro- they probably didn't have any because he's probably the most recognizable person I saw that I can think of. Right.
1: Right. I mean, uh, I. Uh, it's an older movie, so I think some of the names in it were po- more popular in the early two thousands when I was just a wee lad. So I didn't really <laughs> see people that I recognize. I guess the gangster guy—I can never say his name—is it like uh, it's like Mickey Mickey Pfeiffer? Uh, he was a doctor on ER, the okay. show. Which, but which? he plays—he plays this like grizzled gangster guy, the the one with the pregnant wife.
0: Oh, isn't his name so, like so, isn't his name Andre in the in the movie?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. And so, so they they have names, and these are yes. these are actors that are well known. But to me, they weren't super well known. They're not right, Brad Pitts right. or George Clooney's. Right? You don't you don't look at them and go, "Oh, hey, that's that's
0: frigging Brad Pitt." I, I had <laughs> don't to, care I, about his character. At all. I had I had to <laughs> laugh when she when they bumped into like the the three people and the lady who's just super pregnant. I was like, "Wow, what a terrible." <laughs> terrible scenario. <laughs> <laughs> what the worst time you could to, possibly to be pregnant. S- to history. be super pregnant, not just pregnant, but like super pregnant. Like she she's, she's 8 months pregnant. Yeah, yeah because because, <laughs> you know, all the way up to her birth
1: uh in the movie, spoiler alert. I mean, you're watching this. Show, you what? what to. Up to up, up to her birth, um it, supposedly if you if you pay, pay attention to the the time cues, they're there at the mall for like 29 days. Really? So just about a month, I think total, they're at the mall, and she gives birth near the back end of that. So she's clearly like eight months pregnant. She's extremely pregnant going into this. Air.
0: I didn't realize you know, it had been so the- long. Maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention. It's not,
1: it's not super clear, but you have to look at like context cues.
0: Um, You've also seen the movie more I'm than once, sure.
1: so you know. I'm pretty sure they mark on something every day, or if you pay attention to the date, it's 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 in there. Like it can be determined. Also, like it can be determined that they're in Milwaukee. It's not obvious, but they are supposedly. Like this is a mall
0: in Milwaukee. Yeah, so and I think they filmed it in it, Toronto. I read. Which oh is, yeah,
1: every every movie is filmed in
0: Canada. You know so why? Why is, is wouldn't it be more expensive there in Toronto than no, Milwaukee? There's, there's
1: tons of, there. uh Canada, at least certain parts of Canada, such as Toronto. Ontario and stuff, they have huge tax incentives for film, oh. for filmmaking. So a lot of big budget movies go and spend a ton of money there because they, they get, you know, they save, they save money in the long run by doing big productions in cities like that. Like Georgia in America, Atlanta, Georgia, huge tax incentives, at least the last time I checked. So a lot of stuff you see, a lot of city shots,
0: they're filmed in Georgia. It's so, not Hollywood. It's not just Hollywood where, anymore. It's you know. So, so when we make our movie, Noah, where would you rather do it, Georgia <laughs> or Toronto?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, if I, I don't want to be cookie cutter, but Toronto seems to have a ton of options. Uh, the I don't know if you've seen it, the movie It, the the modern one.
0: No, I haven't, I, I haven't seen the
1: new one. No, those that Dairy, the town of Dairy, which is supposed to be Maine, yeah, it's supposed to be Bancourt,
0: yeah, <laughs> is yeah. Uh, it's all filmed in Toronto. Really, yeah. Interesting. They could have easily done that in Bangor.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's not busy here. Just sit down a street for yeah. a week and shoot. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And, but no, I think the tax incentives are so big that let's just take these. And there's probably just more options. I mean, there's really nothing around here. It's probably so much easier to film. But I, they, I think they still came to Maine to get pick up, pick up shots, just of things. Gotcha. certain things and that's it they there's nothing there's no acting nothing really done so it's it's interesting to think about um so
0: so once anyways one thing that i thought was kind of goofy let's get into some of the goofy stuff so uh (laughs) his name's kenneth i believe the cop right ving rames character yeah yeah. he's fighting the zombie in the fountain right and I can't remember what's what's the nurse's character's name. I can't remember. She shoots the zombie with the shotgun, and only the zombie gets hit somehow with a shotgun.
1: Yeah, and there's no recoil
0: at all. Yeah, it's a shotgun. Don't they like <laughs> spread? I'm not a gun expert or anything. Well, no,
1: I think uh, I think it's it's I think he is firing slugs. Um. So is that again, different? So that's different. It won't spread. I'm also not a gun expert, but as a cop, I would imagine he would he would have. And a shotgun uh, slugs, uh, because you would only yeah. really use stuff like buckshot or you know the the scattering shots if you're hunting maybe like if you're bird hunting that's why you would use shot because you're trying to sp- spread the pallets out and hit any of our, any
0: I, of- I, I any of our NRA friends, uh, could you go ahead and jump in the comments and let us know? Uh- <laughs> it's also it's also a Hollywood
1: production, so right, know, the gun, right. The yeah. gun science isn't necessarily there, but I think the guns were well done in this movie. It seems because there's a lot of guns on and off. Like you'll notice if you look very closely when they use the silver revolver. Um, I read and it makes sense. This it's something I think called a non-gun, and the reason it's called a non-gun is because it doesn't fire. Period. Okay. Um. Because blanks, as as we all know, blanks can still kill people. I mean, there's infamous deaths on sets. Uh, Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's son, died right because a blank was fired from a gun, and it was it was still powerful enough that because it was near his head, it, it killed him. And um, so, so that's when so, they do that's the so scary, dude. Stuff, that's so scary. Yeah, I mean, it's that's a very important job on a set. So when they do the close-ups, you see gun. Uh there's a very uh interesting scene we'll talk about, but when they the gun goes right up in front of the camera, if you look closely, you can see there's really no bullets in the hmm. in the revolver. it's just dark. So right, um, you could just right. assume that they're small. I don't know. But again, anybody who knows guns will look at that and think, Oh, the gun doesn't even have friggin' bullets in it. So what what's the point?
0: And then so so they get so they get to this mall, right? And then yeah. I think they eventually don't they like go upstairs and they meet the security guys. <laughs> I was I, la- I love what they
1: I, I, I love la- when they into the mall right. They're walking around really quietly, sneaking in, and they go in through the back and they end up in a store. And they think, oh, how are we yeah. going to get out of this store? Dude is holding a crowbar. Yeah, I mean that that is what uh, the uh, I can't remember his name. Steve, I think. All these wonderfully the, the, white generic. The, the names. television. He's the a crowbar. The
0: television salesman.
1: Yeah, the Best Buy. Yeah. uh, Best Buy employee is holding a crowbar. And I'm thinking, oh, they'll just, they'll just, he'll just, you know, lift the gate. You can break the lock on the gate. What? You're in the store. There's got to be a key or a button to unlock it. Oh, yeah. Because you're inside. No, they throw a toilet through the largest window in the store and make as much noise as they possibly can. And I just I just thought it was funny. It was almost comedic the timing. Yeah, it's like
0: it's ridiculous. And I love when they go upstairs and they meet these three security guys who are all still wearing their security hats in the middle of the zombie apocalypse. (laughs) Like you don't want to get out of uniform. I'm still technically on the clock, buddy. You know, like (laughs) as a former security guard, that just made me laugh so much because it's like I wouldn't still be wearing my security uniform like to the T. During the zombie apocalypse I'm in an abandoned ball. Like it's so goofy <laughs> to me. And like these guys are like, yo, know, it, it seems like in any kind of zombie medium, there's always the guys who are like, get out of here. We don't want to share whatever food, water, resources we have, you know. They're,
1: they're the survivalists, they're the yeah. the the individual like personal survivalists that think, Oh, I don't wanna I don't wanna help anybody but myself. Yeah, we could get really
0: political right now, but we don't have to.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, those those people exist, and that's that's a a survivalist a survival movie trope. You're gonna run into people that are only in for themselves, just like how you run into cannibals in movies. And they're always unassuming, like, "Oh, come on into my home." No, they just want to eat you because, right, you know, right. they've they, they've they've gone past. They're they're already there, so they're to the point so, where they're just trapping
0: people. So when you see these guys, do you think these guys are mean for being like that, or are you like, "Hey, I don't blame these guys." Well, I, I I think that they are hand up. Like I said,
1: a lot of these people that we meet in the mall, a lot of the characters are, are, are caricatures of these characters. Like you'll meet later on in the movie you meet this rich guy, but he's he's rich, so he's an asshole. Of and course. He doesn't seem to care at all about the apocalypse and he's still a jerk. Uh you'll meet um I mean obviously the, the characters already know, like the, the cop is just hardened. He doesn't talk, he cocks a shotgun like forty times without actually firing a shot. <laughs> you
0: know,
1: he's a tough guy. And and he's I lost religion. I don't know. It's, and, and you meet all these characters and they're kind of, um, kind of blown up. So I guess it makes sense that we, when we meet these guys, they have to be real assholes because, you know, if they're nice guys and it, it just, there's not a lot of character development in the movie, I think. I think that's one of the, the only knocks I can really put against. Well,
0: one, one of the only things, people who really has an arc is, uh, the lead asshole security guard, CJ. Exactly, He's, and
1: that's that's something that I I wrote that down in my notes too because there's not a lot of character development, but he definitely is like the only person that has clear character development.
0: Yeah, and uh, I I don't know, I like it. I and like at first I was like, well, this guy's a jerk, but towards the end I was like, oh, this guy's <laughs> probably one of the better characters in this movie. You know, right? He de- because, he definitely was he develops, and he definitely was one of the most useful people they ran into. You know. Exactly. Which is yeah. funny because when I worked security, nobody was that useful in the security force. Let me tell you, <laughs> nobody, nobody. There's nobody on the security team that I worked for that I'd want in a zombie apocalypse on my team, unless the unless um, the goal was to sit around and eat donuts and complain about your pay. Uh, I think that
1: uh, uh, one of the one of the good things. I mean, that's a bad thing about the movie that there's not a lot of character development. And like I said, like I keep saying, zombies are the vessel. So you had plenty of room for character development, but I felt that there were a lot of different people they introduced that were kind of important characters. And as a result, you really didn't have a lot of time to to grow, you know? Right. None of these characters really grew or changed. Um, Like you see Kenneth, he wants to go to his brother. Then he finds out that they're all gone or the fort's overrun and then he's like i'm going to go and then he just he's, he just decides "Ah, oh, you know what it's now it's not worth it it's all gone <laughs> it's just just a moment he had a, a moment of clarity where he just thinks like oh i'm just upset there's no there's no development yeah uh, really
0: fighting or anything it just felt weird it was like so it was like he found out somebody ate his his lunch in the fridge he was like he's for a second he was like oh man and then he was like well I i guess i'll move on you know like his brother's dead maybe like what <laughs> and he just takes it. Yeah, and he just there's some there's
1: some back and forth that I thought was weird. So when those the other survivors show up, mm-hmm. um, and they're just kind of deciding that it gets spread through bites. The nurse, or, or basically our protagonist, she's she's basically the main character. She goes, "I'm I'm pretty sure it spreads through bites." Oh god! But she, she watched her husband. That drove you know, me nuts. This whole and, this and whole so, part drove me nuts, right, dude. Right. Right. So she she's <sighs> she's she says this is how it is. Like I mean from everything we've seen it seems it very obvious that it's bites. And as soon as they die or or whatever happens they immediately come back. And the Best Buy guy who's who's Mr. Rational, he's a very clear-thinking guy apparently. He's he's the the voice of reason to the movie. He goes, "All right, I believe you. Uh this guy was clearly bit, so let's go kill him." Yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of that moment, but then she immediately flips and is like, no, 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 I could be wrong. Eh. That's the humanity in her, which I think is cool. But at the same time, it's, it's, she's, she's missed survival in this movie, but then immediately it comes back. So it's, you could look at it from both ways. I think it is kind of a knock against the movie that she just flip flops. But at the same time, I mean, she's realizing that she's sentencing someone to death right so she immediately is trying to fix that I, I and then it just it comes to the same conclusion that she was right
0: i i get that i guess but the thing that bugged me i think is that like she was more broken up about this random stranger possibly dying i don't remember her once being that sad about her husband right well maybe maybe
1: that's what it was maybe it was her husband's the guilt of her husband dying coming back and she's realizing that oh you know we, we just keep losing people and now this guy is going to get shot by us because of me, <laughs> because right. I sense it. But I mean, she's 100% correct. I think that's her grappling uh, with with what is happening. I think they're all kind of just accepting it in that scene. And the dude gives a great, I don't know if I have any quotes on him, but he does a, a great little speech where uh, he's just accepting the fact that he has to die. And he's talking about how, you know, he's all his daughter has left. And, and, and it's just—it's kind of a very emotional moment. Everything kind of slows down.
0: Yeah, and then—and I thought that was really well done. Right before Ving Rhames blows his brains out, uh, yeah, no, he just—he shuts the gate behind. I, him I love that they—they the they cut to—they cut to the nurse, and she's like, "It's going to be okay, right?" Or something. She says something like that, and then you just hear in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's it's like a, It's good. It's a dark moment. It's I like so it. I, I goofy love this. That it this movie so, that's like so fast paced. It's so goofy to me. I like. There's times <laughs> where I thought this movie was supposed to be like borderline a comedy because I was like, that's so ridiculous that she was like, it's gonna be okay, right? And you just hear this gigantic like, Vin Graham shot a bazooka in the mall or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's um. so ridiculous and one part that this one part that just made me laugh is when they see the preacher on tv and he goes this is happening because you're having sex out of wedlock so there's a couple
1: of things about that that, that is kind that of funny. made me laugh it is, it's over the top that
0: made me laugh a lot um, it was very
1: uh, that dude that dude is an original actor and he says some similar lines in the original dawn of the dead the same the, preacher the same guy TV. It's the same guy. Wow. He, I think he says the line. One of the lines he says is, "Uh, that the when hell is full, the dead will walk the earth." Something on that. I think he says something just like that in the original film, and he's he's the original actor. So he's he's one of the few callbacks. From the I love film. I love uh, stuff Tom like Savini. that.
0: I love stuff like that. That's awesome. So-
1: Tom Savini, you might recognize him. Have you ever seen uh, from *Dust to Dawn*? That's a very obvious one.
0: Wow, you really called me out on our movie review podcast. I don't know. Oh, he's, ne- <laughs> he's in a lot of like, you're just like and, horror movies. End call. <laughs>
1: uh, the 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 cop that's on TV at one point that says shoot him in the head. That's Tom Savini, and uh, he's he's in a lot of movies. I mean, people who know from *Dust to Dawn*, he's the guy with the 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 gun on his crotch that looks like a dick and balls. It's hilarious. It's Great film. We should watch that at some point. Now that you're admitting that you haven't seen it, uh, but he he was a biker.
0: <laughs> oh, you're uh, talking about the the, the cop film. the cop
1: that was on TV. Yeah, with the big sunglasses. Yeah, like, gotta shoot him in the head. Yeah, yeah no, it's, that guy yeah, was so over the top. He's an original actor as well. Yeah. So, um, I also like the scene though with the preacher because sure it's a bit of a callback. They're utilizing it as something that like a reference, but um, yeah, you can see CJ. The over-the-top asshole security guard—that's a good point of development for him because he's just a hard asshole all the time. But he's watching this, and it's not—it's not—he's not getting wild up and going, "Yeah, you know, this is all happening because people are shitty and sinners." And right. no, what's happening is he's—he's he's just kind of numb to it, and he's thinking, "This is." I—if you look in his eyes, maybe it's happening, maybe it's not. But it seems like he's kind of just. Um, I don't know. He doesn't know what to think. He thinks that it's kind of, he, 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 he wants to believe that things like this are happening because, you know, that's just the way the world is. But at the same time, you can see him kind of just being a little conflicted, not obviously, but it just feels like he's conflicted. So regardless of whatever he's, he's thinking or feeling in that scene, you can definitely see that something's going on in his head, which you don't see a lot with other characters. So I think that was my first, first point in the movie. I think I, I looked at him and I thought, oh, he's okay. So he's, there's more to him. He's not just a complete total asshole. And you, you slowly start to see him Ray. listen to people more. and
0: Which is good. Yeah. Right before they lock him up, you know. Uh, so a couple of things, couple of things <laughs> a couple of notes I took here. Everyone in this movie is a dead eye. Everyone in this movie has obviously had hours and hours of gun training because they're all (laughs) shooting them right between the eyes. Like it's at some point, at one point, like halfway through, I just started laughing at how accurate everyone is with the gun. You got to shoot them in the head, which obviously isn't that hard with one hand. You know how hard it is to shoot someone with with just holding a gun with one hand. It is hard.
1: You, anybody who's ever fired a gun knows that it's like you don't immediately just you and, you and I could be it's in this. You
0: and I could be in the same room and if I tried to shoot you with one hand, I would probably miss. Like it's not – I don't know. It's so, not an easy thing and I'm not talking about in the head. I'm talking about period. Like shooting someone with a gun, like <laughs> that's why – if anybody who's ever seen The Sopranos, like there's a scene in the first season where there's a hit on Tony, right? these two guys, he's getting orange juice and he's about to get in his SUV and these two guys go to shoot him and the one guy's across the street and he goes, you're dead now, MFR. And he's like, he's holding the gun sideways and he just misses like three times. And there's so many people are like, there's no way that guy would have missed. It's like, he's holding the gun sideways with one hand from across the street in a busy New Jersey suburb. Yes, that guy's going to miss. And he's obviously not trained to use a weapon. Like firing a gun is not easy. Like it just makes me laugh when people just think like, if you just have a gun you are just gonna like I mean, be the also, terminator. We have
1: to consider we have to consider that everybody is just blasting these guns off these shotguns, these rifles, all throughout the whole movie. None of them at any point are just you know rubbing their ears a little bit going, oh geez, yeah. I probably shouldn't have fired these guns in this tiny hallway. <laughs>
0: yeah, just just because, rattling them off. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> I, I don't know if, if anybody who's ever fired a rifle or had one fired near them, anything above the smallest pistol, a twenty two caliber on, anything above that, your ears are ringing absolutely yeah. ringing, so all yeah. these guns going off. I don't know how they even talk to each other um, speaking of sound I, uh, anybody who watches this film and is a fan of sound, they use sound as a transition a lot. Was, things will kind of quiet down it things very fast, but things will quiet down, and then there'll be like a scream, a shatter, a mm-hmm. loud ramp of noise, but that would just be. Something else is happening now. Yeah. It's just there's never a
0: dull moment. I watch it with my headphones and it was kind of hard to get used to at first. It was pretty jarring. It It was jarring and it like – not in like I was scared way but it kind of annoyed me at first. I was just like, oh my gosh. What is this thing doing? Like stop it because like – the volume of the people, like they're ta- they're talking like this, you know, they're talking, and I had my volume all the way up, and I could barely hear the people, and they were just like be super loud, almost to the point of it was trying to be annoying.
1: Um, I I want to now that we've we've talked about pretty much the whole first half of the movie, let's take a little break here. I want to talk about some some dumb fun things that I learned, just real quick. I want to mention them. Uh, even though the zombies are super fast, and you know they kind of run around a lot, and you don't really see. The true art behind it, the, all the prosthetics that were made are actually fantastically gruesome. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you go watch them, they're pretty good. And I, they did a really good job. So I was reading up some of the facts of the production here. Um, the guy, the head zombie designer, basically, um, was referencing real crime scene and like forensic photos. For the decay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly. Um, and uh, while the movie seems a little gory, uh, it doesn't seem over the top gory. However, I read that a uh, camera crew sometimes would just wear like plastic sheets and ponchos because so much blood was being flung around during the action sequences. And there was so much at times because they would do cuts that they had a cart that went around. It was a blood cart. It just had extra blood on it um, to fill prosthetics and uh, the uh, the little explosives they have, Some actors would have little compressed air things on their backs that makes it look like you know the back of their head is blown out. It's just there's so much work that went into these like super fast cuts. I think it's um, even even further. Uh, they had different colors of blood to show different levels of compos- like
0: decomposition in the zombies. <laughs> It's pretty good.
1: It's There's so much detail.
0: As someone who took uh, forensic anthropology, that stuff is pretty gross too, so it's pretty <laughs> nasty. It's pretty it's nasty.
1: Crazy. Um that's that's just I wanted to mention that because you don't really think about that especially with how fast the zombies are and how how easily they just shoot them in the head and they don't really like linger on lots of gore throughout right, the movie. Right. So much work went into that and even if it's they're just little cuts, it clearly I think it clearly
0: um it
1: it showed it
0: showed so uh, when I was watching it so in this universe clearly zombie media does not exist right like there's there's <laughs> no Resident Evil there's no like zombie movies but this
1: only came out this came out two years after um 28 days later and 28 days later was kind of the first zombie film that was that just decided to to beg the question hey what if zombies could run. And so that was that was a terrifying concept, and that they so they used that in this one, when a little more, more traditional with the zombies, but made them run. My
0: my point it wasn't my, my point is is that like the nurse like can't fathom that it could be zombies, <laughs> like zombies well, I mean, like zombies don't like not saying they don't obviously they don't exist, but like the idea of zombies don't seem to exist in this universe. Exactly. I mean, let's
1: let's go back to Zombieland. I think that. The reason, if I recall correctly, he he already understands the idea of zombies and therefore, um kind of pre- is prepared to survive. Maybe I'm just making this up, but I feel like on almost any zombie medium, you know, they don't. It's it's they learn as they go. It's never nobody really has zombie plans, except for the hardcore survivalists.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't think anybody's like, hey, I saw this in a zombie movie. Let's do this. Unless it's like. You know, like Shaun of the Dead or something. Like I haven't seen the movie for a long time, but I assume they make some parodies. You yeah,
1: know, absolutely. in that movie,
0: the like, only one is satire. Yeah. yeah, you know, like because even in Resident Evil, the video games, like even by like the third game, they're like, "What are those things?" And it's like, "Come on, like <laughs> you know they're zombies <laughs> we by bent, now." Like, <laughs> We've been through this. Yeah, like so many times I know you're not. Guys. I know you're not the same person, but like you saw it oh. in the news at least. You know what I mean? Like like come on all right,
1: let's get let's get to the back half of this movie all right. so I, I thought it was pretty good Um, I liked meeting these characters they have a really good montage kind of right in the middle of them just surviving in the mall the rich assholes knocking golf balls off the top and having sex with the, 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 the blonde that doesn't that just kind of shows up some of these people and and uh, they're they're just all you see a lot of character development from all characters and they're kind of going not really going back to a normal lifestyle, but but getting used to being in the mall. Uh, uh, Kenneth the cop is playing chess on the roof with the guy in the gun shop on the other roof, and they're they you know that's kind of the I think the midpoint where they're getting comfortable leading up to the rest of the
0: climax in the movie. Right, and Kenneth, fun fact, he's playing uh, Alamo chess, like an Alamo chess set, which I think yeah. has meaning because you know the Alamo. If you know anything about the Alamo, they were in one spot exactly. waiting for all this crap to come get them basically. So
1: yeah, that's a that's a deep cut right
0: there. Yeah, and nice. I did like that that I I did like that montage. I thought it was uh pretty cool, you know, like some of the scenes, it's just like the dude banging the chick. I was like, "All right, like I yeah, I, I, think, I, I
1: think this movie has a weird amount of sex. I
0: in it. I understand that, <laughs> like, like obviously, like that would happen. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying like nobody would be like, let's have sex because the world is ending. Like, that's always a thing, but it's just like it just felt like, oh, and then this montage, he's just he's really going to town on her. You know what I mean? It's just like, all right, I, thanks, 2004. Yeah, it's a yeah like, <laughs> it really had
1: no relevance to the movie like whatsoever. It really felt And you know, we honest, we're, we were talking
0: whatever. before we went on here and I wasn't sure if I was going to bring this up or not. But uh uh that the girl in that movie, Woman, right, who I, I she doesn't have a name as far as I know, like her name is not mentioned. I think her name is supposed to be Monica, but like no one calls her by name. And I guess Zack Snyder like added extra parts for her because he liked her performance so much. So they have her like getting railed by this guy in the mall store, but like didn't bother to ever say her name in the movie.
1: Yeah, it felt a little disingenuous to the character. I mean, that goes back to us saying there's really not – sometimes there's
0: just no character development for any of these people that we're supposed to know. That he, in, he, in. he was so worried about her that he was like, oh, I'll give her a sex scene, but like let's not say what her name is. It's weird, man. Yeah, no. It's, I, I it's find a, that hard to believe. It's a little yeah. it just um. sounds a little I don't I don't know if it's true either. Obviously I didn't talk to Zack Snyder about this, but <laughs> I read this on the internet where things can be untrue, you know, but like that just seems a little, I don't know, kind of crappy.
1: Like, <laughs> so after after this montage, things kind of ramp up, and I kind of like I like that you know there's a midpoint to it. I kind of like it when things are in order. I don't know I mean I'm, I'm, that's just kind of who I am. The, yeah. after this midpoint, things ramp up. So immediately, like the power goes out, and they have to restore the power. So that that requires them getting these guys out of the jail cell, the security guards, and going into the garage, and they meet a dog, which. I think is an interesting character. He's actually – I'd say he's important in a number of ways to the movie. Yeah, Chips the dog, um, bro.
0: Meet- chips
1: the dog. Yeah, Chips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Chips the dog. Uh, they're in the garage and I think this this is actually – it's interesting but I also think it's funny. Uh, they meet the dog and they go, oh, it's just a dog, whatever. He's barking. Um, and I realized as the movie goes on, the dog barks at zombies. <laughs> You know, just the dog doesn't really just bark. I mean, he barks a lot, but he usually barks when there's zombies. And so he's in the garage and he meets them and then he barks. And then they're like, oh, it's just the dog. <laughs> and then uh, uh, they're, they're looking around because they hear something like, oh, what is it? And there's a zombie with no legs uh, climbing on the ceiling that drops on them and starts, you know, trying to go at them. When I first saw that, I was laughing because I thought that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Why, you know, how did they not notice a zombie on the ceiling? Why was a zombie on the ceiling with no legs to begin with? Um, He was he was monkey barring around because he didn't have legs. He was
0: on the pipe. Yeah, I rewound it a couple times. I rewound it a couple times. I rewound it a couple times, and I was like, "What just happened?" Before we get too (laughs) before we get too far into that half of the movie, I do want to mention something that we didn't mention before. The lady. Who turns into a zombie that is like her arm is messed up when they bring her in. How are they not concerned oh. that she's gonna be a zombie? Exactly. That exactly. bothered look, me so I, much. She's like, ooh, she looks dead. Right, right. Like, <laughs> she does not look alive. Her, her
1: skin is her skin is gray and tra- like translucent. And she she's she's looks like she's spitting up blood and she's not doing good not in any way shape or form she's not doing good and they think oh we'll just uh, we'll just put her in bed she'll be fine yeah
0: no. i read that that was that that was played by a stunt guy like in a suit i
1: know i i read that um it's funny because i read that that was uh an actual actor Or actress. All right, now we got to look it up. Uh, (laughs) So maybe, maybe when she gets up and runs at them like a zombie, maybe they put a stunt guy in it to make it look unnatural. Right? Somebody of a different stature running while being that weight. Maybe they did that to make it unnatural. Yeah, no, that was you're right. That definitely that was before they fully established that the bites turn people into zombies. But I mean But still I would be kind of scared. I would be thinking I, I she's just moaning. Because
0: th- that <laughs> other guy, he at least looked like he was like okay at yeah. first. He was like, Oh, right. I got bit, you know. And like
1: then he, right. and it ha- it started happening uh periodically. He looked worse. It, that lady yeah, though that lady though leg. was
0: like on the table, yeah. and they're like, Oh, she's fine. Like
1: <laughs> right. Well, just uh, keep an eye on her. That, and, and as soon as she starts dying, that horrific death, that young security guards like, uh guys. it bothered me <laughs> so wrong. bothered me so much. <laughs> I think Yeah,
0: it, it it bothered me so much. Um So so they so
1: let's, let's let's keep going. They get they, they the power goes out. That's the only reason they break those guys out and they go into the garage, they meet chips the dog. Um they they turn on the emergency generator and they lose one of the security guards in the process because things just go Haywire, um, so now we're at a point where things have started to ramp up a little bit, and I think it's kind of right after this scene that um, I think one of my favorite scenes in the movie happens. So things have things have kind of calmed down. I could be mixing up the timeline here, and uh, I know I'm jumping ahead by talking about my favorite scene, but I think I have to. Uh, this is let's go back. So there's an extremely pregnant woman, and um, her. I keep saying the word "gangster," but tough guy boyfriend uh, who has a brief scene in the bathroom with the cop, in which he gets real, real hardcore with them, and talks about how he's done horrible things in his life. But then he he thinks the zombie apocalypse is a sign that he needs to be a father. It's I don't know. It was kind of interesting. I thought, okay, all right. I mean, that's important because you want. We need to understand that he cares a lot about his baby because, <laughs> for those paying attention, uh, it is revealed that his pregnant wife is bit. Yeah. In one of the first confrontations, and she does not immediately die. She survives for a month almost, um, which makes no sense. Which is crazy compared to all these other people die very fast, she does not, and I'm sure there's some arguments to be made because she's pregnant and whatever um but he because she's not doing well, he straps her to a bed to to make sure the baby's born and she dies um I think right before the baby's born or right as the baby's born it's 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 super dark. The scene, the scene, everything's shot at Dutch angles. So it's like menacing, and the light is very low and blue, and it's grotesque. And then she turns to his arm and starts screaming, and he's holding the baby, and you can't see it. Um, uh, then the older lady, who we have not talked about, who came in with the truck. Yeah, truck driver. The other survivors. Yeah. The Norma norma from the church she's all hardcore she's smoking her cigs all the time she goes to check them just all of a sudden is like yeah let's just go see if they're all right because we haven't seen her for like a month this pregnant lady so they finally decide to go see her and that you know the music's ramping up you know it's tense because you, you just saw what happened and then they meet at the back of that i think it's a toy store um or like a children's like a uh, it's a, like a maternity store it's for babies um she goes in the back. She sees immediately sees uh the wife dead. And this is to me, this is funny. I know it's not meant to be as funny, but I think it's really funny. She sees the wife dead, and she sees him holding the baby. Um, but the wife's not necessarily dead, the wife's a zombie, right? It's it's clear that she's turned. I mean, she looks bad, but she's like snarling and freaking out. And her first Response is to whip out a revolver, <laughs> address the situation. Who and he's just standing there with the baby, right? And she just aims right at the strapped down mom. I mean, she's dead, she's a zombie now, sure. And then the guy takes his gun out and he goes, Hey, don't. And then she just immediately shoots. Just, just blast. Uh, I believe her name is Luda. Blast head, the uh, head,
0: the zombie mom. headshot, head headshot. Head head of course, <laughs> headshot with the revolver. Miss. with the revolver. Headshot. Yeah, this oh. doesn't
1: miss. And then they have that shootout. They just are blasting each other, each like six or seven times. And it's the only time slow mo is used in the movie when the shells are falling from. This gun.
0: That's your favorite scene. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, because we? it gets better. It gets better.
0: <laughs> they just blast each other.
1: Their solution is that. And then everybody hears the gunshots, obviously, because she, as we learned earlier, a single gunshot sounds like a bazooka going off in the mall. So they all go to check it out. Oh, no, what happened? Ooh, 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 they go in there and they see Norma on the ground and um, Andre, like, slumped over on the bed. And Norma, with her dying breath, goes, Son of a bitch, shot me. And then she dies. <laughs> I I hated... I, and then, and then okay. They address it immediately. They go... They, they look at it and just kind of accept what happened. Like, it makes perfect sense to them, which I think is hilarious because you would think in that situation there would be a lot of confusion. And I I was I would be very confused, but they just go, Oh, oh okay, she gave birth and she's, a, she's a zombie. And they they immediately go to look at the zombie in his hands. And it is a no offense to them. The CGI is pretty good in this movie. It is a comically bad looking zombie baby. And it like growls.
0: <laughs> it looks like Golem from Lord so of funny. the Rings. <laughs>
1: I thought it was so funny, and I'm, I'm laughing. I'm laughing, and then and Anne, the you know the, the protagonist who has a lot of heart to her and passion, immediately takes it and puts it, a revolver and puts it directly to the baby's head. <laughs> I just
0: that so
1: just, it felt so out of place. It felt so. It's the whole the whole oh, thing was, was just so, so
0: goofy, and like when the truck driver lady comes in, and he goes. You trying to kill my family? Like this guy has just gone like <laughs> completely insane in a matter of days, apparently. What was his plan? What was his plan? I don't know. That's what bothered uh, me mean, the whole yeah, time he's... he straps his wife down. I understand it's not going to be easy to shoot your pregnant wife. I get it, right? It makes sense. But what was his plan in the end?
1: Exactly. He he wasn't thinking clearly. And you could say, oh, he just is so desperate to have his baby survive that he's just lost all sense of reality. I just, I thought that interaction was so funny. happened so fast. She just immediately shoots uh Luda in the head and then they have that gunfight and then they come in and discover what happened and then immediately shoot
0: the baby. No remorse. No, so is that no your functions. favorite scene?
1: that was weirdly one of my favorites should we, that, should we, do, favorite fa- should we do
0: favorite scene. scene or do you want to wait
1: yeah what was your favorite scene I mean we haven't quite gotten to the end of the movie but uh, is your favorite scene something that happened n- near this or before
0: uh, so my favorite scene was when they're on the roof and he would name celebrities that zombies looked like he's like Jay Leno and his friend would just blow the guy away I thought yeah. I thought that was pretty funny and it was creative but also like why are they wasting this ammo <laughs> That bothered me. Well, the guy,
1: the guy is in a gun shop. I, he has like I, an unlimited amount of ammo. I, apparently, that, I, I know. guess that's the only reason. I
0: know, but still, you know, it's yeah,
1: it's a good moment too because it was, um, it was one of the women. It was funny. Is like you guys. Are just why you, you know, you guys are sick. And I think the rich asshole has a moment where he goes, "What else do you? What else are we supposed to do? Right? You know, right? We're stuck here. Right? The, the world has ended." Let us have a moment
0: of dumb fun. So, and it was, it's an interesting interaction. So what's your fa- – is that your favorite scene then or is there – I would say that's my favorite scene. Um, my least favorite scene is the actual shootout between them. I thought it was so, <laughs> really? so incredibly dumb that I was like, all right, this movie has gone off the rails. Because they just sit there and exchange uh, gunfire like an old West movie where nobody falls down – this old trucker oh, lady is just like taking bullets, just like bo, 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 bo. And how many shots did she fire out of her little gun? What is it? Yeah. Is it a six shooter maybe? An eight? I don't know how many bullets they normally hold. don't they hold like six? That's so that's that's
1: fair. That's fair. I can see I can see why. It just got um, like
0: it's a zombie movie and I get it. A zombie movie isn't gonna be the most realistic thing in the world, but it got completely off the rails at that point. <laughs> and then the zombie baby, I just rolled my eyes at and I was just like, please tell me they're not going to try to save the zombie baby.
1: So so you liked it that they just immediately shot.
0: Them. Yeah, so that I could forget what I so I could forget that I what I just seen. You know, I wish so I wish I, you would have turned an open fire on me at that point, too, because it was just like I couldn't believe it.
1: <laughs> OK, I, I I guess I agree. Uh, my my least favorite scene is the scene that kind of comes right after that where they realize the gun shop owner is starving and they have to get him food so they give him the, they send the dog over with food I think it's funny because the dog is just barking at all these zombies and the zombies don't give a shit and like I said the, the dog just barks at zombies all the time and I think it's just funny that they just don't care he brings him the food and this, this gun shop guy who's been so cautious and managed to barricade himself just immediately has a zombie get in yeah. And I think that's my least favorite thing because we've established at this point that we don't know what's going on over there, but we know what's going on everywhere else, whether we're, we're that second person perspective on everything, but we don't get to see what goes on there. And we get to see probably one of the better survivalists. Oh, we we don't get to see it. We just he just dis- that's the end of him. And it, that frustrated me so much that they went to all these efforts. And he's such a cool, established character that he just went in a second. And that's I, that's how it goes in in zombie world i guess but i still think that um there could have been more to it yeah it but it, that's the catalyst for them going over there cuz the girl's like i have to save the dog so that's the catalyst for them the, to get over there uh, i just thought that whole it was so dumb i i agree whatever. i
0: agree that was that was definitely in the running for my least favorite scene especially because it's like what a dumb plan like of course the zombies right. are going to just follow the dog inside you didn't think that could possibly happen? They're like, "Oh no, a zombie right. got he, in."
1: Like, We've, like he wouldn't, he wouldn't open it just barely, let the dog in, and close it as fast as possible, or shoot out there to keep him away or distract the eye. Or like, they, I feel did like they expect
0: the dog? Did they expect the dog to close the door behind him? Like, is it dog?
1: Yeah. Like, so, so that that is the catalyst for them going over there, and I guess they take the sewers, which I guess was an option the whole we, time. We got to
0: dive a little bit more into this lady. Well, I can't remember her name who runs over to save the dog, right? Well, it's, 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 and what, what are you going to say? I mean, I, I, and like, I get it. She wanted to save the dog or whatever. It's really dumb. Her just getting in the truck and flooring it over there. But like, I right, couldn't right. stop laughing. And I wrote this down the full quote, because, you know, the guy's like, tell her to get out of there. Cause they see the zombies or whatever. And the guy's right. next line, the best buy go goes, how's the truck? That's what he says next. How's the truck? What is he talking about? None of these people uh... are intelligent in this movie, dude. (laughs) They're all really incredibly dumb. How is the Um... truck is the next thing they had this guy say. Uh,
1: yeah, and it's it's the truck. They didn't. They weren't even planning on using it to escape. Why
0: does he care how be- the truck is? Is he <laughs> just, is he afraid the zombies are listening in and he's trying to be sly? What is he doing? I don't know. So they 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 go
1: through the sewers, which apparently they could use the entire time, and they never used it to get anywhere. Um, whatever, right? Uh, And they run into the gun shop. And rightly so, they only have a few minutes to grab everything they can because all the zombies know they're there now pretty much because they started firing as soon as they crawled out of the sewers. Um, They grab everything. They get the girl. They have to kill gun shop Andy. It sucks. But I get it. It's all very fast-paced. And then they go back to get into the sewer. Um, And then there's these (laughs) – Like he, he throws the little propane tank, I think, at the top of the sewer. Right, right. If right. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. To to, And it's this massive explosion from a propane tank. Sure, whatever. Yeah. And they're making their, their final escape. We see CJ – is being a badass he's turning around he's just he's firing off like a madman because he's trying to save this taku guy who just fell in and like broke his leg falling into the sewer so this is an honorable mention for my favorite scene <laughs> when he's yeah <laughs> he just he just drops two pistols on and him and the guy is just firing each and pistol his face and he's
0: face. he looks like he looks like this- Ernest from the Ernest movies he's <laughs> like <laughs> The face he makes is absolutely <laughs> he cuts, hysterical. It cuts, cuts to like a POV
1: of him and you see the pistols out and he's just like, oh, bang, bang, bang. He's just dropping some. But like, it's not enough. And, uh. CJ, you see, he's trying to save him clearly, but very coldly realizes that he can't. He just drops it. Well, the guy and
0: said- You can hear him scream. He's like, oh,
1: shoot me. Just kill yeah, me. He
0: says, shoot he me. Had that guy lived, it would have been my favorite scene. Him dying immediately <laughs> but, after, though, exactly. kind of hurt it for me. Yeah. It's, it, it, yeah, had he lived, it sucks, I'd have been like, this is ridiculous. Sense. But I laughed so much because he's literally the look on his <laughs> face, too. He's not even like, eat this. You know, he's like, ah! <laughs> he's got the goofiest uh, look on oh, his and face. Then,
1: and then they're like, all right, screw this. Let's go. Let's get the buses going. Let's get out of here. Um, and they get going. And this is pretty much the end of the movie because they're trying to make their final escape. Um the, the, they almost can't get back into the mall because the rich guy decided to fuck off and forget about them, whatever. They'll hop in the buses and they get gone to escape.
0: Well, I was going uh, you, to show you this note. <laughs> Dragging the guy shooting LOL <laughs> this is the note I wrote for that. <laughs>
1: um, so they're, 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 they're driving away in these these uh, modified buses, which are pretty cool, and they get trapped in the parking lot. So CJ says, all right, I got this Blows off the top of the bus, the, the air vent, throws a propane tank, shoots it once, and it is a, a small nuclear explosion in the parking lot that can be seen from space. And all the zombies in awe are just – they just clear from the buses and they're able to kind of get out into the city until they have –
0: But the bus isn't hurt somehow?
1: I know. I know. So So they're doing good. But I don't know if this is meant to be, like, comedic or just kind of show that human error is probably the worst thing that you can run into in a zombie apocalypse. But there's a zombie on the side of, like, the rear bus. And so the old guy, who we haven't really mentioned, but he's a he's a side character, um, the older guy takes the chainsaw out starts it up and they hit a bump or a turn and he immediately goes whoops and just puts it right through monica and just right down the top like it's like it's a friggin gears of war killer animation <laughs> and blood everywhere uh, th- the driver flips the bus and everybody just goes i think goes awry and
0: if it couldn't it's not, if it couldn't have been off the rails even anymore so i love that he of all people was like i got it guys and he just reaches for the chainsaw yeah. immediately. It's like it's it's kind of funny. It's, it's like gross. You know what it, it, it made It made me think like if Kramer was in this like from Seinfeld, this is what <laughs> would have happened. You. Whoa! You know That's what some, I mean? Some Looney Tunes
1: ass action. Yeah. Like, uh, and <laughs> then they, they, they flip around. Oh, the bus has stopped. They go back and uh, I think uh, Kenneth was driving it maybe. Or whoever is driving it gets out with one other person and they say, they're all dead. <laughs> don't even, don't even look in there. They're all dead. She she peeks in still and they, they're, they're dead on the ground. So they lost pretty much everyone uh, on that bus. So they get in the other bus and then she goes, Oh, and, and you think it too, as a viewer, oh, she needs to get the keys from uh rich guy who ran out of the bus as fast as possible. Um, he turns into a zombie, Phil Domphy, Mr. Modern family. Uh, then she, they shoot him and, she runs back to get the head, keys. headshot. Head uh, sh- a lot of people headshot, see- of course headshot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's aiming at his chest and um, <laughs> uh, apparently uh, there's, there's like continuity. People say that they already grabbed the boat keys from him at one point. So her running back to get them doesn't make any sense. I don't remember seeing that. And, uh, I don't that remember that either.
0: Then- I don't remember that either. So
1: exactly. I think, I think they grabbed the bus keys from him and they didn't. So, um, there's a little bit of a scuffle. They get on the bus. They just be able to get out. They get away from the zombies. And uh, it's not explicitly said, but that Glenn, the guy with the chainsaw, he, um, according to the directors, dies of a broken neck. He, he doesn't like. He doesn't get ripped by zombies. He doesn't fall on the chainsaw and just cut somebody in
0: half with. He just breaks his neck. Oh, so Christ. stupid, dude. All right, um, all right.
1: Contender, contender for worse death.
0: So continuing on, we get to uh, the death of CJ. Which I just, right. so I just they, thought it was get so, to these so dumb, so incredibly right. they dumb. They get to these
1: docks and they're about to escape, right? They're about to escape. And it, 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 it's a trope, but it kind of has to happen, right? There's always got to be somebody who stays behind. To he
0: does it, it like he wants to be in a movie, though. Exactly. Like
1: <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm the hero. Let me stay. Like the guy, the guy, like he, guy's, the guy's like, hey, there. bro,
0: it's right here. And he's like, no, I'm going to jump back in the truck. And, and sit right, there. Earlier,
1: and- earlier he's like measuring this propane tank out. But in that scene, it's clear that he intended to use it to explode the bus. What else would he? Have it's used like, it he's for? Seen, it's like he's seen. It's like he's
0: seen too many movies, and he wants to be. It's like he's Ryan Gosling from Drive. You know what I mean? Like he's seen so many movies. So, he's, so like, they all, all- he's a movie guy now. He's obsessed. <laughs> You've seen that movie, right? Yes, Drive yes. the guy who's just—he's a stunt yeah. driver, and he's just obsessed with movies. So he thinks he's a movie actor. I guess I don't know, but
1: uh, I that. <laughs> we might have watched a different movie. We will have to talk about that. Well, that's like, what Gosling described um, it
0: as. He said it's a guy who's seen way too many movies.
1: Right, but, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll get.
0: I love that. I love that movie, that movie. By the way, I love that movie. Okay, good. good I love too. that movie. Good. Let's
1: like let's all let's just show up and a meet. Next time we meet for lunch, we'll both be wearing the scorpion jacket, <laughs>
0: dude. <and we'll> just... <laughs> the jacket is so awesome. I had a man crush on Gosling <laughs> after that movie for the longest time. I wanted. Oh, I, I would man. play the soundtrack from the movie. Just drive around at night in my. It
1: has a good. In, good in my
0: 2003 Ford yeah. Ranger, in in <laughs> Texas, in San Antonio, Texas, pretending like I was Ryan Gosling <laughs> in L.A. Just <laughs> uh, burn just, uh, burn, you, burn. Just,
1: <laughs> you just yeah, you just just press play on that uh, night calls, convince me oh, night calls, and just, just cruise cruising around. That's, you that's that's what heroin
0: <laughs> feels like. I'm pretty sure, dude. It's so good. It's so good. Once uh, it hits your lips, uh, just so, like Will Ferrell said, once it hits your lips, it's so good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uh, let's let's. Anyways, anyways, this this is a climax of the movie. He blows up this gigantic propane. He says, "Go ahead without me. Trust me, I got this." And Steve. Uh, is like okay whatever yeah sure dude cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's very stoked right. about it as he always whatever so they go down the dock and he blows it up and it's this pretty big explosion blows the bus up the end of the dock up scares the zombies off a bit and uh they start the boat they're ready to go and then steve just goes i can't go when you're like, "Oh, what is he gonna sacrifice himself to?" He goes, "No, I've been bit." This dude knew knew the whole time and he, that he had been. And bit, He let CJ, and he let yeah, blow him. yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. This guy sucks, dude. He was, was like, like "Yeah, it went. happened back." But did he say like back in the city or something like that, or like?
1: Yeah. No. So so you take away take away the fact like if you took away that CJ had to sacrifice himself for that. That that scene is impactful. I mean, he stayed with them to the very end, sure. But no, he just let, you know, Mr. Zombie Killer Badass 3000 just sacrifice himself to get everybody on the boat, knowing damn well that he couldn't even get on the boat himself or he wouldn't – like he was bit he was infected. So I was – <laughs> He kills himself at the end, right? That's how and, that's and, how it ends. Before it goes to the end. I balance. love
0: and I love that they're floating away and he has he waited for them to turn around. He's like, Well, and he just puts the gun up under his chin <laughs> and just blows his brains out. With her, with I her think it was a great with end, her, but her making I eye contact. Stop. He just like, Well, see you later. It <laughs> <laughs> blows his brains well, well, that's out. That's it.
1: Well, that's that, folks. We, we, uh, no, if if CJ didn't sacrifice himself right before it, that would have been pretty far more impactful. We got it, but instead, it just
0: this is a movie. Normally, well. we wouldn't do an after credits evaluation, but I think we have to with this one because it's almost like the oh, yeah. it's almost no, like it's, the movie.
1: I think it's super. It's well almost done.
0: like the movie didn't end at that point because they get to the island, and of course, oh my God, there's a billion zombies on the island. And the guy goes, "Get behind me!" And then they play "Down with the Sickness" well, for about mean, the forty. They do a good job. They play. do a good they, job with the. Sickness. They play "Disturbed" for about the fortieth time. It exactly, like, <laughs> you hear down with, get up, get up, "Down with the Sickness." Didn't they play like a like a Frank Sinatra version of it earlier too?
1: Yeah, there was there was a um, like a jazz
0: version. Like a like and a li- they played the wheel like a lounge like a lounge lizard with the tuxedo exactly. and a martini singing "Down with the Sickness." Exactly. It's so, it's so ridiculous. Is that your radiator or is that zombie? Yeah, it's bumping up. I'm, I'm going to try to cut that out. We'll no, we're, we're definitely – we can't cut it out now because we're talking about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Noah Smith's radiator is loud. <laughs>
1: La- radiator? Take it I, I,
0: we have a special guest today. It's Noah's radiator. No, I don't think the radiator matters. But you know what does matter is they all died at the end.
1: No, no, no. Here's the thing. I think, I think it's, it's, it's not, you don't see it. It's kind of implied, but you know, they're all survivors. What? But I love, what? I love that sequence. They're all where, dead. Um, there was
0: like, I mean, there nah, was like a hundred.
1: They're on the boat still. They can just push them out. They still have guns and they can just push back
0: on. You off. told me Tony Soprano for sure dies at the of Sopranos, but they might have lived from a hundred zombies storming the, yeah. the, the, Storm- can't, they can't storming. swim. You know, well,
1: they can How swim. did they get to
0: the island then? Maybe they can swim. You don't know that because we don't even know if it's a virus or if it's pulling its trans-
1: island. Oh,
0: this guy over here. Were you a writer on the movie? Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Actually, yeah. yeah, surprisingly, yeah. When I you, was, you, uh, you, what, five, six yeah. years old, seven you, years old? You think
0: Tony, so- no. Tony oh. Soprano definitely died. Randy the Ram definitely died. But these guys got away from 100 zombies on an island after being completely exhausted. For days on end.
1: I mean, they, they don't show it. You see all the other deaths in the movies. So, you know, I think I think it is implied that they get sworn by the zombies. But I don't it, think it explicitly means that they all just except for Except for is, the guy who... Is, I think there is a sequel to this it, that talks about like zombies on an island. <coughs> I haven't looked into it, but I, I like that um, as the credits roll, you get to see the credits and then they show the snippets of the camera. I think that's a cool way... I've done a little bit of an epilogue, I, I re- but then once they get to the island, I want to mention that yeah. the dog gets off, and the dog starts barking. Yeah. So that should be your first sign that there's zombies, because the dog is like,
0: hey, clear, clear fucking zombies clearly, clearly, these people who survived the zombie attack did not listen to our last episode about the Terminator and the dog who barks at said Terminators. So had they, exactly, had they listened yeah. to the first,
1: the dogs. had they
0: listened to the pilot episode of Double Butter Boys, they would have known, we should probably listen to this dog. Retroactively, they should have listened to that
1: always listen to the dog and every one of our episodes consume um i really like that they show the head in the ice box on that other boat in the final so it's clear that like zombies can survive without their bodies like just the head can survive is it the, the zombie head? Is that what that meant? Is, is I was still I was confused by that. I think that's what it was supposed I to kind of mean. That, I was like, you
0: know, I kept. Re- I was kind of tired too, to be honest. though. so I kept rewinding, and I was like, what am I looking at right now? It's very.
1: Yeah. Mary- no, I think I think that it's very ambiguous at the end. Yeah, I think it's kind of meant to. I'm not the biggest say that there's more to I'm this. I'm
0: not the biggest fan of the style of shooting where it's happening so fast. Without rewind, it's super easy to miss. I, I, Cer- I agree certain certain parts um, I get it. Like if you're trying to trick the eye or something, you know what I mean? I get that. But like there's right. a lot of like and I'm not saying like Dawn of the Dead overdid it. There's just some parts. There are movies that are way worse at this, with certain fighting scenes right. where the cameras like going off a roller coaster, you know, at six flags. It feels right. Like, I
1: mean and, and I think that – um a good movie when they do fast cuts and they do the fast stuff. It's meant to be like that because it's meant to keep you tense. It's meant to keep you kind of always trying to adjust and be fast paced. It's meant to make you feel a certain way. Right. So if it's done well, it makes you kind of like, whoa, holy what what's going on? Oh, lots of stuff happening. So yeah, I get that it can be overwhelming. But um I think it was it was pretty tastefully done in those sequences because you because you have just little snippets and you get to think about each little snippet between credits and then it leaves you with uh there's zombies on the island yeah so ultimately they're screwed did they die right there probably maybe maybe not but uh their their vision if 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 they if if they
0: didn't die then tony soprano got away with everything and he's still hey, and he's Amanda. still alive. <laughs> Randy the Ram hit the ram jam, covered the uh, the atoll for one, two, three, got up to hit the showers, and went home after he got his bo. Like if they are alive, give me a break. All right, let's do uh, let's do favorite character and least favorite character. Yeah, Who's your favorite? Who was your favorite character? I mean, I, we we keep I saying had, it. Can I, can it I, can I do a tie? It, it wasn't a
1: lot of character. Can arc. I do a tie?
0: Sure. My two favorite character were yeah. Chips the dog, because he was one of the most important things in the movie, as we touched upon.
1: He, he he is, he's and a, I like he's a and, and, and I like
0: the fact that he lived at the end because he's not going to die because the zombies aren't going to kill him. Right, and then he, he knows about zombies. And are. then Kenneth, which I I was looking at Kenneth a little bit online, and he's described as the trit the tritagonist, which I did not know that was a term.
1: I have because you know I surprisingly have never heard you know that there's term.
0: antagonist there's Let's antagonist learn. of course right there's there's one for the it's tritagonist means the third in importance of like a performance.
1: It's like, uh, a, it's like, so he's not it's the, like a Greek, yeah. it's like
0: a Greek term, right. From like the Greek tragedies back in the day. So, but okay. I, I, I don't know who, who decided he was the tritagonist. I guess they're deciding that the nurse and the Best Buy guy, are the two most important, but like I kind of cared more about Kenneth more than the Best Buy guy. I, I think
1: that I think it's kind of established from the very beginning of the movie that we're almost seeing things through the perspective, it's not 100% the perspective of the nurse. But she ends up being our protagonist because we see things really from her perspective. I, I, That's what kind of following I her get that. as a survivor. Mine's more
0: – And then the antagonist is the zombies, yeah. period. Mine's more the, the Steve guy versus Kenneth. I don't know if you can really put one over the other. One guy lost his brother. One guy lost his kid. You know what I mean? They both have sad stories.
1: Right. Is there is there like a single defined tritagonist or can there be two? Because they're both – they're both important yeah. characters, and they—they—they're not the main character, but they both drive the story tremendously. There's
0: a term for the second most important, but I don't know how to pronounce it, and I don't want to sound dumb, so uh, <laughs> we're just gonna go ahead and not say it. I will write it down somewhere. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: we, we can talk. Well, we'll talk about it next time, next podcast. We'll we'll do a little. We'll do a little breakdown of uh, protagonist, antagonist, tri There you go. We'll and see. We'll there. see how deep it yeah. goes. We'll, we'll look into. We'll see it. how deep it goes. We'll hit the books. We'll see how
0: deep it goes.
1: We'll call. We'll call. So, some guys. who's your
0: favorite and least favorite characters?
1: I. I mean, obviously, it was CJ. I think he's the only one who really had any arc. And I liked seeing him be an asshole at the beginning. I liked seeing him stare, kind of numbly, into this weird preacher's broadcast. I like seeing him get really fed up with people. Like he's being monologued by Glenn about uh, Glenn's homoerotic adventures. And he's just, you know, so pissed off. He's like, please just leave me alone. <laughs> I just want to sleep. I don't need to be tortured by hearing all these things. And then he he goes into the garage. He's still kind of a jerk going into that. But you see him snap into survival mode. It's it's he He's trying to help his buddy who's getting mauled by a zombie. And maybe at that moment... He kind of snaps and thinks, "Wow, okay, well, we could all go at any moment. If we're not looking out for each other, then that's me next time." Right. So maybe that's maybe that's his moment of clarity. And then from then on, they they don't lock him back up, and he's he's trying to, you know, he's trying to be a part of the team. And then he sacrifices himself. He saves Tucker and he tries to his hardest to save Tucker in the sewers. And and then he sacrifices himself. And so I, I like that he had that development. He's he's not even. As we would call the second most important character, or even the tritagonist, I would say.
0: But he had what felt more he, He's what we call in the movie business the quadtagonist. And yes, I did I did <laughs> just make that term up. I don't know if that's a real term or not. I like CJ too. I like uh, CJ a lot. He was in the running for me, but I just thought yeah. I liked Kenneth more just because I don't know. Like as one I was rooting for him. And plus I think part of the reason CJ lost points is because his death was so incredibly stupid to me.
1: That's, it was that's such fair. a it was such it a throwaway, like totally wasted. Yeah,
0: time. such a th- so, not that right. like he died, so I was mad at him. You know, if he had done some cool, epic, like, come on, you know, like, but it was like he's like he exactly. was like, hey guys, this is where I die. Like, and he jumped in the truck. Yeah. I was just like, all right, this is stupid.
1: Shoots, he shoots the propane tank, I think, and then throws a sticks a flare into it. Is that uh, how that works? Just, i it's not i'm sure mythbusters is, someone, has done it they can, do the can, shoot in propane tanks it can just, one of
0: our millions of fans can one of our millions of fans of double butter boys who knows about propane tanks call into call let's, into let's the show real. live
1: and tell us let's be real the bus explosion that was like it felt like it was almost in slow motion this massive bus explosion that destroyed that whole truck bus and the end of the dock was still smaller than the propane tank you threw in the parking lot
0: none of it made sense to me um So so they they missed the least favorite character for me. I had to think about it for a while because I didn't want to pick this person solely based on like them being, I guess, a bad guy. He's not really a bad guy, but he turns out to do bad things. Andre. Yeah, I just he just drove me nuts the whole movie. And I understand that's probably the point. You're supposed to be like, oh my right. god, what are you doing? Right. But I couldn't think of anybody else I really disliked that much, so it's like,
1: well, I, I he's an easy pick for me. So, in my head, I thought, okay, maybe I don't like him because I'm not supposed yeah, to, me like too. Him. But I think my, my least favorite character was Phil Dunphy, the uh, uh like <laughs> whatever his real name is. I apologize, sir. Uh, the rich asshole, right? Um, just I, I get that I'm not supposed to like him. But who acts
0: like it's that? It's so I over the even, top, I, dude. I,
1: you know, I can, I can see this hardcore former gangbanger wanting to be a father trying to like totally wrap his head around something insane, a zombie apocalypse and trying to bring a child into zombie apocalypse while your wife is clearly infected and they've established that she's going to turn into a zombie. I can see him losing his grip on reality and trying to cope and not trying to uh, – they're going to kill his wife if they find out. So he's struggling. Keeping it a secret, I can see him breaking, right? I can see him being kind of looking like a bad guy, but I can't see this rich asshole just seeing all this happen and being so disconnected that there's not an ounce of humanity in this dude, like at all. What it what it's, it must be like to be rich? I don't know. Well, <laughs> maybe and maybe maybe that's the point. I mean, some people people make the point that this movie's about consumerism. All these zombies are coming back to the mall because it's just it's natural. Um that you know rich assholes who don 't care about other people the reason people die, you know, sure, but his character is just way too over the top, literally does not give a hoot about helping them, and therefore why he doesn't care about himself then yeah, he seems he's supposed to be self important, but he doesn't care about himself because he doesn't care about helping all these other people who are trying to help him survive. It just felt a little too extra. <laughs> So that being said, I
0: agree. I agree. Um,
1: I have my, my favorite and least favorite characters. I have my favorite scenes and least favorite scenes. Overall, I enjoyed the movie. I would watch it again. I'd recommend it to people too.
0: So I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm, what your I'm gonna final let you give are. your rating first because I don't want to tank. what's about to happen.
1: <laughs> so so out of ten, out of ten, let me let me be clear, this would be a seven. I enjoyed it. However, it's an eight because it had chips. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> you gave this movie an eight yeah. you gave terminator yeah, I mean, a soft seven
1: and uh, because it wasn't really oh up my, my
0: god i gave this movie hey, i man. gave this movie a five
1: and that's that's fair. It has it has we each like our movies, and I, I think it's interesting. I like seeing a disparity in our ratings because it's clear that we both look at movies. In different I felt ways. bad. So you can like- I
0: wrote down five, just so everybody can see. Even though we're not recording video, I wrote so Noah can see. I wrote down five out of ten, and as you're telling me how much you like the movie, I felt bad having wrote down i was like maybe i can bump it up to a 5.56 by the end of this maybe he's making some good points and then you said an eight and i was like all right that's it burn this movie to the ground this movie's not good it's ridiculous the characters all suck they're all idiots it's let me explain my perspective i think
1: it's one of the better zombie movies i've ever seen i've seen a number of zombie movies and if we're going to watch a zombie movie it, this is a good one. It's a really good one. Like if I was going to watch an action sci-fi thriller, I would say The Terminator's a good one because there's, there's a ton of terrible sci-fi thrillers out there just like there's a ton of zombie movies. So I didn't, I didn't really – I mean I guess I could be putting this on the scale of every single movie ever. But I'm going to look at it like it's a zombie movie. I sat down knowing it was going to be stupid like this and I, I actually enjoyed it more than I, I can, thought I I would. can
0: respect that train of thought. I'm not gonna. I'm not exactly. gonna put this in the same category as like, I don't know. What's it, name a really name a really good movie? Like you know, f- I, al- for,
1: I almost said Shawshank like Sha- Redemption.
0: <laughs> like sh- it's gonna turn into like our own joke on this show of Shawshank Redemption.
1: <laughs> but no, I wouldn't like, like. I wouldn't say that this movie is the same as the God. Yeah, so I wouldn't. I would so I would. I wouldn't put it in the same scale. Apart.
0: But at the same time, I can't give it a zombie only scale. Like it's still, and, I'm,
1: I, I, and it's, like, I, I'm not just giving it a zombie only scale. I'm just saying I went in with a set of expectations. Because if I wiped the the slate clean, then I'd be going in kind of blind. Because, and I'm not saying your rating's <laughs> wrong. I'm just saying my rating no, is not I right I I, I know my
0: rating's not wrong. Trust me, I watched the movie last <laughs> night. Um, <laughs> um, I think the reason it bothers me is because I put Terminator in that fun movie scale as well as I would put this movie. I don't think Terminator is as good a movie as Shawshank Redemption or The Godfather or whatever other classic you want to throw out that you people at home want to watch. But like – the Terminator is such a better movie than this. It's not even close. Uh, hey, uh, People and anybody, not, I'm not anybody saying, who didn't watch the first I'm episode is going to be so confused why like Everyone, anyone who didn't watch the first episode of the show is going to be so confused why I keep bringing up the Terminator. They're going to be like, the Terminator's not I even liked, in this movie. I liked the style.
1: <laughs> I like the style of this movie. I like the pacing. I thought that it knew its bounds. I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed the Terminator a lot as well, but I definitely, I, I feel like if we went back and did the Terminator again, just because you're, you're pushing it so hard, I would definitely rate it lower it's at this just, point. This because
0: guy, <laughs> this freaking guy.
1: Just This freaking you. guy. No, I, I, I'm going to give this one an eight because, an um, eight. <laughs> there were, there were parts of it, there were parts of it that I really enjoyed. It, a- it had its problems. Oh. And, uh, I, I honestly didn't feel like I needed to get out of this movie at all at any point. This is the most, this is the this is the most
0: devastated I've been since my third divorce, dude. Really? This is, <sighs> this is killing me. An eight.
1: Hey, hey, you can take it to heart. I, I, you, what's going to happen is we're going to get movies uh, as we go on that, that you're going to love a movie and you're going to have to accept that I hate it. It's just going to happen. It's going to happen. We're going to get a bad movie. Like that's why we use a randomizer. You know, if we don't, we're not picking it because we know it's a good movie or we'd love it. Or one of us has seen it and the other hasn't, we're going to get a movie. It's a bad movie. And one of us is going to, uh, uh,
0: make the mistake of saying it was good and it's gonna it's gonna be we we forgot to say in the beginning that we use a randomizer so we can't we can't assume everyone's seen every episode we don't don't just pick we can't assume everyone's seen every episode we do pick a randomizer we pick the genre with the randomizer and then we pick the movie with the randomizer and we got dawn of the dead 2004 and it's the first time i'd ever seen it you know i don't think it's the worst maybe i'm being too harsh on it i don't think it's the worst movie i've ever seen there was just so much like it feels very dated to me, too, which is funny because I'm an 80s movie fan. But, like, da- but like, right. dated right. 2004 just felt like the worst thing in the world to me. Like, <laughs> down with the sickness two different times, I was like, you've got to be shitting me. Like, this is just so 2004. Like... Uh, it was like they're gonna start playing "Trapped" next, you know, like "Headstrong to take you on, Headstrong to take on anyone." Remember that song? Uh-
1: <laughs> I, it's it's tough. It's tough to separate, you know, because it is an older movie. So you just kind of have to accept that the era that it came out in, and that I, that's I think that's why I rated it this so high. Is that I'm trying to separate myself from those tropes as much as I can. Like, oh, it's it, an early 2000s movie. We're gonna hear it early. I, 2000s, and it wasn't think.
0: just that. I I don't know. I like I'm not a zombie movie fan like you are, but I do like Resident Evil. I just I guess I felt like I was I needed something more. I don't know if it was more character development, I don't know if it's more from the zombies themselves. I don't know, but I just felt like it never really I'll, I'll say it never really I'll say it, the caught, it never time. really caught for me. You know what I mean?
1: I'll say it for the thousandth time. The zombies are really just the vessel. And there wasn't a lot of story. I in know. As I a zombie know. The movie and the action and the effects, I really liked it. And sometimes I don't mind seeing a movie that doesn't really have a ton of substance. And I think this movie is kind of upfront about that. I don't mind that it didn't either sometimes. That there was something deeper. I so, don't mind. Don't I you know, next, next time we watch a movie, uh, if if we run into this again, and uh, we're gonna, uh, maybe we should just discuss the score right off right off the top of the bat, get the get the blood pumping.
0: I don't, <laughs> I don't know because I feel like it would have, I feel like it would have influenced me negatively. Anytime you said something good about it, I'd be like, oh, you right. know, like I don't want right. that. I was afraid to give my score yeah. as soon as you said that you liked the movie. I was like, oh man. <laughs> Well, then don't be afraid to into I didn't, it. Because uh, I didn't go into it. I told you a bunch of stuff I thought was ridiculous about the movie. Um, I didn't yeah. go into it going, I'm going to hate this movie. I wanted to like it. I like the idea of a zombie apocalypse. Like, I don't like – I don't want it to happen. But I like the idea of, you know, what would you do? You know, I, I'd i always had that discussion with my friends. Right. who Who would you want? Like, there's always the Facebook, you know, message group things where it's like, who would you want in yeah. your group? You know what I mean? Like yeah. which four friends, you know the last thing you. Well, I just did one actually. I think I sent it to you, right? The last, you the last have. thing you ate, it was the, a while the ago, last yeah. weapon used in a video game is your weapon of choice. The last thing you ate, you have for you have an unlimited supply of. My friend got Taco Bell, by the way, and he thinks. And yeah, he's, yeah he's like he's like, dude, I'm unstoppable. I'm like, yeah, you're in the bathroom <laughs> nonstop.
1: <laughs> no, no, buddy, you got about two weeks before your organs shut down. This is my friend,
0: by the way, the one I told you about last episode. He's just he's becoming like a Bob Sacamano type character on the show. No <laughs> one can see him or know his name, but he he has an opinion about everything. He really he's really got That's some hilarious. words for you about your uh, your your uh, rating of Kyle Reese as a character, by the way. So. Oh, I'd love he, to hear he was, it. I, uh, I would
1: love to hear somebody try to defend
0: that character. I, I to did. Me. I defended the character to you because Oh no, anybody. I, I just I, I relish in He and I and uh, he and I have some differences on the Terminator franchise because as I told you, no, I recently went through and watched every one of them. Every single movie. And some of them some okay. of them are better than others. And he and I disagree.
1: Did you get a did you get a certificate? Did they send you one? I in the made mail? I
0: had my mom make one for me and print it. And put it on the fridge for me.
1: Just just put it right over your diploma. Yeah. Just like this is far more important. Let's frame yeah. this. Yeah. Well. The- all right. Uh, let's, let's wrap up here today. I it, it's I it's it, all, all good things must come to an end. Um, for those who haven't seen the movie, go watch it. I know we just talked about the entire plot. <laughs> um, I hope by this point you you've seen the movie, uh, and I all really right. hope you have and enjoyed it, just like I did, or hated it, just like Dylan.
0: I didn't hate it. I gave uh, it a five, dude. If I hated it, I, give, I would give, give it a one. If I hated it,
1: feel free to feel free to message us, me, talk to me or Dylan. Let let us know what you think. Uh, whether you agree with us, I mean, if you think this is a downright
0: dog shit movie, please try to convince me. Uh, I need to be grounded at times. I, I enjoy it. And if and so, if you have a, a a zombie movie that you think is better than this, let us know. Because because then maybe Noah's zombie scale his curve like a grade in a college class will be changed because apparently he gave this an eight because it's a zombie movie and zombie movies terribly, typically stink. So he thinks this movie is better than Shawshank Redemption. Every movie is better than Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) All right. Let's just end the episode already. Okay.
1: (laughs) All right. Thank thank you guys for listening. Thanks for joining. Uh, Tune in next time. We'll have another – I, who knows? It's random. We'll have another wacky movie review for you. We'll fill you in and uh, we'll have some fun.
0: Good night, everybody, even though it's daytime. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs>